Hello, and welcome to you, the animal in the machine. Now, I'm a one-person show here, and this is certainly not my top priority, but I really want to do this. So if you want to help me, you can please spread the word, let other people know, invite them to listen to this podcast. It's at tatam at mastodon.xyz, or Z if you prefer if you're American. Tatam being the animal and the machine, of course. Or if you want to contribute more directly, you are very welcome to find the animal and the machine on Patreon and give a direct contribution there. So on this occasion, we are going to be talking about the meaning of life. life is whatever you choose it to be. But this is not something I've just made up. This is in fact a logical conclusion. So what is interesting is how we get there. And if you were to ask what is the point of life, you are also asking the wrong question. So where do we start with all this? Well, actually, we need to start with null, because we need to see what the problem really is. Null is used by coders because they discovered a problem when making databases. And that problem is the difference between zero and null. Zero is the specific amount of nothing, whereas a null is the absence of a result. Let's say you took a question and put it on a bit of paper. How many coffees have you had today? In a little square box where someone can put a number in. And let's say you copy that 30 times. Once you've done that, you actually have 30 nulls. Let's say you leave that somewhere for people to find and fill in, and you come back, and one of them has a zero put in. You don't have 30 data points, you only have one, because all the others are null, even if the one data point is a zero. Now why am I talking about nulls and databases and types of data when we want to be talking about the meaning of life? Well, as always, it is all us understanding ourselves. Let's imagine a poster of a tree, and it's one of those so-called motivational posters, and it says, the tree doesn't worry about the meaning of life, so why should you be more tree? This poster is nonsense, because the tree is null worried about the meaning of life. Whereas I have zero worry about the meaning of life because I've already thought about it and don't need to worry anymore. Now, why does this matter? Well, I picked a tree because it clearly doesn't think and it is a true null. Whereas a human does think and has a true result. So, where in evolution between a tree and a human does it stop being a null? Now, I might be wrong, but I don't think a fox parks up and contemplates existence. Cats seem to revel in the animal, knowing exactly what it wants to do. And dogs just want you to be happy. It seems the question is only really contemplated in the ape, in the ape mind, and maybe even specifically the human one. And by knowing this, we know that the question is in the machine, our higher thinking part of us. It is not in the animal. And if it's in the machine, it's not an emotional problem, it's a logic problem. So, with no obvious answer, you might be led to thinking that life is pointless. Although technically that might itself be a null answer. We can say, however, that the true answer can never be known. But what is very interesting is if you try and apply this practically, we get a real answer that is also, helpfully, a practical one. We get an answer because the answer forks, but both sides of the fork get the same answer. What on earth do I mean? Here we go. First of all, pointlessness is pointless. Fork one, life is pointless. What next? Let's say for a second that life is pointless. That means everything you do is pointless, and that means it doesn't matter what you do. Total pointlessness, except from 
if it is totally pointless, it doesn't matter what you do so you can act any way you want. Total pointlessness is total freedom. So if you get to choose to be happy or sad, be happy. Just please the animal. You can go full hedonist if you want, but that won't help you long term. The point is that pointlessness actually gives you the freedom to choose the point of it. As after all, if it doesn't matter, why not? So on to fork two. What's the point? There is a point to life under this fork. So what the heck is it then? If life is pointful, and yes, I did just call it the opposite of pointless, we need to work out what that is. I'm not aware of some divine purpose given, and for me, I'd have to hear it for myself, not have someone else tell me what apparently that was in a large game of pass it on. So we need to look around us for inspiration. We can look to the animals. They all seem to be getting on with things. So maybe it's follow the animal. Now we in our animal have tribal abilities. So maybe furthering the tribe? Or maybe it's the good things we need to do more of. Maybe it's scalable and we can just worry about our bit. Ultimately, you will work out what you think you need to be doing. Which is just another way of saying you have the freedom to choose the point of it. So either way, the meaning of life is whatever you choose it to be. It doesn't forking matter. Now we can debate which fork you want to follow, but that's a different conversation. So now for some practical help. Things to remember are that the machine doesn't care if life is pointless, making the question doubly pointless. It is tasked with the calculations of life needed by the animal and is incapable of caring. If answering this has lifted some existential threat for you from the machine's sense of safety, then I'm very happy to have helped. But most likely this conclusion is actually not important to you. And the key to happiness is way more important. So let's look at love and happiness. Remember your brain is also a machine built out of animal parts. Bad things can make you sad, but also that sadness is physical, captured in a bioelectrochemical soup. And your brain might be having a problem with the soup part, like an old computer that might be having problems because it's got a virus, or maybe the hard drive isn't spinning properly because there's builder's dust in the thing, something physically blocking it. So if you are lying on the floor, dumbfounded by the pointlessness of it all, thinking you are slowly dying, put some food in your mouth that tastes nice, wear clothes that bring joy, and yes, fashion is therefore important, go for a walk and let the endorphins make you happy. Dance, watch a great film. If you lightly slap yourself in the face, the animal will tell you to stop. Let it guide you. In short, listen to your inner animal and see if it can help you get out of the funk. So the meaning of life. What do you want it to be? Maybe that's the hard part. Maybe you are looking for a way to better the tribe. Some life aspiration where you may want to take an intellectual approach. Or some lofty goal or idea that may be more theoretical than practical. Think clearly how much answering this is to win as a machine and how much is to be happy as an animal and look to ditch the first perspective. Don't aim to be the best teacher. Instead recognise that you enjoy teaching. It's not about being rich beyond measure. It's to know that you can afford to go and sit on a beach on the other side of the world and watch the sunset. People who try and go around the world in 80 days without flying realise they are optimised for leaving and arriving and really regret not stopping at that village with the horses. People say life is about the journey. That's too simple for me. I'd say it's about the journeys, the overlapping beginnings, middles and ends, the ending of going out partying and the beginning of becoming a parent, while still having your best friends throughout the whole time. Fundamentally, I can give you this one piece of advice to live by. Whatever you measure yourself by, you will find yourself limited to. If money is everything to you, that is all you'll have. If you don't value money at all and try to give, 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 don't be surprised when you can't go on holiday with your friends. If you care only for your career and not your friends, 
Don't be surprised when you're lonely and not understood while the people around you see you as successful. It's kind of like eating. Everything in moderation. Make friends, see the world a bit, be kind, help others. But remember, charity also begins at home. And maybe it is Rule 32 from Zombieland. Enjoy the little things. And perhaps you, like me, dance like nobody's watching. Now, the next logical follow-on from this would be the question of free will. Do we have it? And to be honest, the answer is quite similar to this one. But Andreas of Math for Wisdom asked me on Mastodon to give my opinion on how to have peace in Ukraine and my vision for the future. I'll do both, but separately, because I think how to have peace in Ukraine is a very important question that warrants an answer right now. I think now is definitely the time to say something. It does seem to be a theme with my thinking, but as is often the case, how we get to the answer is the interesting part, because the answer itself is in fact incredibly simple. Slava Ukraini!